Have any of you ever struggled with broken trust? I think we all have at some point. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about relationships, which can be complicated. But today, Rebecca here at March Christian Counseling is going to talk us through what broken trust, what betrayal can look like. It can take on many different faces, and we're going to talk about some steps to overcome it. So let's dive in and do this. Hi, I'm Shannon Rainey. And I'm Russ Rainey. Welcome to the podcast, the March Christian Counseling. March is a private counseling practice dedicated to helping people through every season of life. Every podcast episode will feature some of March's trained professionals and unpack helpful information about therapy and mental health. Our prayer and our hope for every episode is that it at least provides you with some knowledge and some encouragement. If you would like some more information about our practice or to schedule an appointment, just visit our website, marchcounseling.com. Hello, everybody. Today, we are talking about marriage, a very fun topic because marriages are always perfect and uncomplicated. That was a joke. So if you weren't, if you weren't aware, today we're talking to Rebecca. Rebecca is a counselor here at March. Hey, Rebecca. Hi, Dr. Bonner. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. Now, uh, who is Rebecca? What, uh, what do you do professionally? What's kind of your area of expertise if you said you would have one? I am a licensed certified social worker. I started in social work probably in 2000, not probably, really in 2001. Definitely in 2001. I started in adoption and therapeutic foster care and worked in adoption for the majority of my career. So the large portion of my background is really in trauma, grief, loss, and how that affects not only individuals, but also the family system, mm-hmm. and how it affects relationships as well. I'm sure you see some of what you've gone through, dealt with, worked with, come up every day in sessions. Absolutely. A large part portion of what I work with is attachment, and how that oftentimes affects us, especially in the relationships that most of us hold dear to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that is oftentimes our marriage. Right. No, that was a perfect segue. I was thinking similarly that there's so much that goes on in our, well, of course there's genetics and just what's passed down via genetics, but then what's passed down generationally through behavior Mm -hmm. and yes, attachment. And I think that a lot of us could do some digging with other understanding. It's not necessarily applying fault to certain people, it's just being logical and using the information we have to understand ourselves better and where we come from and let's have a better relationship Absolutely. with our person. So speaking of marriage, uh, do you see couples? I do see couples. Um, I see couples relatively frequently. I see a lot of women, especially, mm-hmm. that deal, because my history is in trauma, I see a lot of women that are dealing with the trauma of betrayal, Mm -hmm. specifically in their relationships with their husbands. And so for me, a lot of times that means helping these women decide if their marriage is going to continue 
or what they need to do in order to be healthy for themselves. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it can feel like a major rug pull. Yes, exactly. Because as a therapist, as a Christian therapist, especially, the desire is to want to salvage marriage, but not every marriage is needing to be salvaged. Um, Oftentimes there are um, issues of betrayal through sex, betrayal through finances, uh, abuse, um, neglect sometimes as well. But there are many different avenues in which the trust can be broken within the marriage. I'm glad you brought that up because it's not always an obvious uh, infidelity as far as just I shouldn't say just cheating on spouse, but it's not always just a a physical affair that has occurred. It can be, you've already listed several good categories, but um, emotional intimacy, uh, finances, Mm -hmm. you may, and if you remember right now, what was one of the other ones you said, or what are, what are other areas where there can be trust or betrayal? So finances with, of course, with sex, and that includes Mm -hmm. pornography use as well. Mm -hmm. Feeling safe in your marriage, right. whether that's physical abuse, um, sexual abuse in your marriage, mm-hmm. uh, financial abuse, or even verbal abuse and right. emotional manipulation as well. Just being treated poorly. Um, Correct. Not being taken up for. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one reason I wanted to do this podcast and was glad that you suggested this topic because I think it would shed a lot of light uh for people. Uh, and it can be a sad topic, but it also can hopefully feel grounding when you realize people aren't alone. There are more people who struggle with these kind of things. Uh, and again, it's not necessarily always so, so black and white, but especially from the Christian perspective with what do I do next? Because, well, I'm in a marriage and we're Christian, so we need to stay exactly as we are. And no, you're going to walk us through some steps of what can help Uh, I'm trying to say this not crassly, but shake things up. You know, what can help people find the confidence and the volition, if that's the right word, to, yeah, shake things up, set some boundaries. And make make true change. Mm -hmm. Because you can have a relationship and experience these types of breaches in trust, and you have the ability to repair. Mm -hmm. But if you kind of work through some of these steps, that will allow you the possibility to heal Mm -hmm. separately sometimes and that may be best for you and your partner and then be able to return back to be able to then work on the marriage Mm -hmm. in a way that is best but if not have the ability to separate if it leads towards divorce then doing that well right because at that point if you have children you want to do it well for their benefit Mm -hmm. ultimately I think that's an Another good point to make uh, is definitely considering all the other moving parts, and especially kids, but then also uh, another point you made, maybe not even realizing it or, or not, but, and I already said this a while ago, but not everything's black and white. I think some people may consider like, well, if I make this one move, then it's over. Mm-hmm. And I hope that's making sense, but it's not always like that. Just making right. one small change, one small step, take a deep breath because, mm-hmm. and everybody's journey is different. Mm-hmm. Some couples may not even have to go to therapy, uh, may read a book, listen to a podcast. Uh, some people may go to 10 therapy sessions, uh, and then some 
marriages may have success and then it just success looks different for different mm -hmm. people different couples but but anyway uh, as far as your your points I know you have some good bullets there what would be we have some steps here and you you have a good analogy why don't you tell me about the analogy you have as far as the okay the wreck so if we think about when you experience betrayal trauma and that is discovering that your husband is repetitively using pornography or has an addiction to pornography or there is a, a large gambling debt and that creates financial in, insecurity mm -hmm. in your home, then one of the things that you first need to do is triage yourself very much or very similar to like you receive triage mm -hmm. when you arrive at the emergency room. Right. The first thing they do is they stop the bleeding. Right. Just and get stabilized. Exactly. And that for you is probably the first thing that you need to do is create a sense of safety for yourself. That may mean that person needs to leave the home if there is, a, especially if there's physical abuse in the home or maybe even verbal abuse, that they need to either leave the home. And if they don't leave the home, then you may have to take your children or yourself and leave the home mm -hmm. so that you can create physical safety for yourself. Right. And so that means oftentimes you have the ability to ask yourself, what do I need in order to be able to be safe or to right. feel safe? Does that mean that I can go to my mom and dad's house? Well, for everybody, that might not be the case. It's different. Yes, it, it is. It's different for each individual. For some families, it may be, I need to go to the domestic abuse center. Mm -hmm. um, for others, it may be, I have to go to another outlet as opposed to... Uh, my family or even my friends for that matter mm -hmm. because they may not be safe either right so, and if anybody gets caught mm -hmm. up on that step I could see how some people would be concerned kind of alluding back to one of the other points we had made earlier just that well I can't do that because it may hurt somebody's feelings or they may take it the wrong way or they'll never come back to me you know and mm -hmm. again there's all these possibly unhealthy thinking patterns uh, some of these things that are occurring aren't necessarily going to be like a final decision. Like you're saying, uh, be safe. Mm -hmm. Just do whatever it takes to triage the situation, stop Absolutely. the bleeding, get stabilization. Uh, and then after everybody's able to take a deep breath and kind of reevaluate, then we'll move on. Right. And then once you've gotten to the place that you found your safe space, it's you begin to start assessing, like, what do I have the right to? Mm -hmm. While you're in the hospital, if you think about it, they are checking you. They're running tests. They're It's like the diagnostics for right. your car. So they're seeing what's broken, what mm -hmm. is not broken, what are the things that we need to repair, What's how long will that take? Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes your medical doctors have an idea about how long that kind of takes. Mm -hmm. Well, your therapist will also have an idea about how long that will kind of take for you. That's right. If you, if you choose to engage with a therapist at that point in time. And there's variables like, mm -hmm. you know, are you being this, this sounds awful, but are you being honest? Yeah. Are you given all the information? Is the exactly. other, is the other person involved? Uh, how, how bad was this betrayal the rupture right right and are they coming to therapy or, or are they doing their own individual exactly therapy? that is really what you're doing at this point is and what do you have the right to you have the right to be safe you have the right to kind of understand if you think about like being washed over by waves mm -hmm. you tumble around and in the very beginning you don't really know what's up down or around mm -hmm. this the portion of this step or the purpose of this step 
is so that you can begin to stand on solid ground again. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is what your goal is, just to be able to, to feel like you have your legs under you again. Right. And then after you have begun to understand what's broken, mm-hmm. then you can say, okay, so what has this impacted mm-hmm. for myself and for my family? Mm-hmm. So We're safe. Uh, what's broken? Yes. And then, yeah, what impact? Yes. Has this had on me and my family? Absolutely. So you may begin to understand that you're starting to grieve the loss of the marriage that you may thought may have thought that you had, mm-hmm. or the loss of the ideal of the person that you were married to. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is a lot. Yeah. This could uncover a lot of emotion. Work. Yes. There's also shame that's oftentimes associated with the rupture or the betrayal. So it may be sexual in nature. It may be financial in nature. So there could be a financial windfall that everything just kind of fell apart for you and your family. And so that there's shame and loss of social status that Mm -hmm. comes with that. There is shame that's loss of what you thought that your family was. That could be what I would call... uh... Well, it's just, of course, shame, but if you're not careful, toxic shame, uh, just staying in a spot where it keeps you down, mm-hmm. which is very understandable, and that's a tough spot to be in, when, especially when you're a therapist of trying to help someone well, identify that, mm-hmm. and then trying to provide them the comfort, grace, truth right. to help them pick up the pieces and take some kind of first step, like even, yeah. though, even though you had this picture in your mind of how life would go, and rightfully so, you're upset. And maybe not even take any steps at all. Maybe your goal is just to sit there and just to gather information about what all have you been living through that you were maybe not even aware of. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's okay just to take that time and just to be still. Right, that's a really good point. Everybody's, again, we said this earlier, timeline is different. Yeah. And sometimes just being stable for a little bit exactly and that in itself is a decision the decision to not make any decisions is a decision that's powerful it is and during this time too so you may notice that your partner tries to come around and tries to force decisions but if you're resolute in that and you've created the boundary of that that says i need this time for my safety if they are doing their work they will respect that Mm -hmm. if they are not doing their work there will be pushback. Mm -hmm. And so those are things that I encourage my people to kind of look for. That's their flag. If they're showing you their flag, pay attention to it. Right. But the purpose of you having this time to just kind of be still is so that you can begin to think about the next steps that you are going to take. Right. How am I going to invest in myself? What do I truly want? Was Was that relationship beneficial for me? Was it healthy for me? Did it advance me the way that I was hoping to advance my partner? Is that when you start seeing it may be an awkward feeling for someone, but if they actually feel good? And to me, it kind of seems similar to grief when someone passes away or there's some kind of loss. And then after some work or some reading or thinking, some -hmm. some healing, then if you actually though have a good day, uh, there's guilt there with... uh, I shouldn't be happy. This is a bad situation that's occurred. Uh, so, of course, we're talking about betrayal or divorce. Yes. But then I'm comparing it to also just literal grief with death. And so I challenge that oftentimes, mm-hmm. that thought of guilt with for 
feeling good. Mm -hmm. And it's really about being called into contentment. So those of us that are believers, Mm -hmm. that's part of what we're called into, peacefulness and contentment. Mm -hmm. And so if that, if we have that in the absence of our partner, what does that tell us? Mm -hmm. And so there may be guilt, but at that moment, that's when your therapist will come alongside you and challenge, where does that guilt come from? Because you're not in pain anymore? Mm-hmm. Or is it because you feel like you're not fulfilling a duty? Or, mm-hmm. or what is underlying that in all actuality? So much. I've already used the word work. I wish I had a better synonym, but just so many layers there because questioning, just looking into your own spiritual relationship, looking into your past, like whose voice is that? Mm-hmm. Right, where does the guilt or the shame come from why do you feel so bad that actually absolutely you have that peace yeah and where does where did that initiate Mm -hmm. where did that start and some of the times we'll go back and even dig into that to say okay so this is kind of how the pattern began for me Mm -hmm. and once you begin to have knowledge and and understanding how you got to where you are today Mm -hmm. you begin to have power to understand what you need to do in order to make those changes Mm -hmm. So it's pretty amazing, you use the but word it's also super scary, too. Invest. It can be scary to invest in yourself. It is. It is. Because it's really easy to slip back into old patterns because it's what's there. that was security for so long. Mm-hmm. But if, we, if you make the investment and you do the work, it's amazing to watch individuals when they start to live a fruitful life. Mm-hmm. Whether it's in a marriage that has experienced trauma, betrayal, trauma, really is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have been able to go separately, do their own work, and then come back together and do the work together mm-hmm. so that they are able to truly say, hey, this is where I am today. Today there are moments that I struggle. These are the things that I'm thinking about. And your partner can come back and say, hey, I love you. I'm not struggling in that area anymore. And what do I need to do in mm-hmm. order to be able to assure you that this is where we are today? Yeah. And so ideally, that's what that looks like long term. Mm-hmm. It takes a long time to get there. So. Right. No, it's. But it can be done. You're exactly right. I mean, sure, there's some situations where there may be one therapy session, but then there's also you have to take a deep breath and realize. I mean, just like grief stages, they they are not in order and they come in waves and you technically may go through all five or seven depending on (laughs) which ones you want to look at uh, and then think it's done but then something uh, another wave uh, crashes a holiday happens or another event of some kind but also yeah therapy it can be a journey and here at March uh, but it's probably like this at many other places in some situations people may come for therapy and end up getting uh, a psychological evaluation or even utilizing medication management where they may use EMDR Um, eye movement desensitization reprocessing say that 10 times fast but when you mentioned trauma it made me think about those those things Uh, and then again just the layers of trying to understand what's genetic what's breaking away from a toxic family system so uh, there's just you have to look at it from different vantage points and give yourself the grace and time to to be able to do all the work. Right, and, and let the therapist help you. Yeah, and you know. the other thing is, is as you heal, you begin to kind of understand where you were through each of those sometimes micro traumas throughout that relationship that may have led to the, the head coming off 
of the big ugly pimple right. and then um, you begin to understand where you were in all of that but also it opens the door for what we call post-traumatic growth mm -hmm. and that's really where the the beautiful stuff starts to happen mm -hmm. and that's where you can have the potential to grow in your relationship with the individual that um, betrayed you yeah. or decide to move forward Either without way, that relationship. You, you see humility, vulnerability, the silver lining. Uh, mm -hmm. And again, you always hope for people to learn and for marriages to work out. But anyway, at, at this point, like you were saying in this stage, you get to dig in there and do some introspection and see the beautiful part of Absolutely. who am I and how am I valued. Mm -hmm. So you have some book uh references or some, some author names. Absolutely. I love Leslie Vernick. Mm -hmm. She wrote The Emotionally Destructive Relationship. So that's great for, I mean, moms and daughters, any relationship that you have. Mm -hmm. She also wrote The Emotionally Destructive Marriage. These are great books. They sound like it. I need to, I have not read hers yet. Um, but then you also mentioned Judith Herman. Yes. So Jer Judith Herman, Trauma and Recovery, anything with Brene Brown and her shame work. Mm -hmm. But then also, um, Leslie Varnick has a podcast, but so does the therapist that work with Lisa Turkhurst, Jim Chris. Oh, okay. And he does, a gr he does great work in regards to um, betrayal trauma. And so I encourage individuals, if this is something that you have experienced or if you just... Um, know someone these are great resources for you to tap into and so i encourage like my it. folks to listen to this or read if they choose to read absolutely i appreciate all of your info thanks for having me on you're Pastor so welcome Ronner, i appreciate it i'm looking at my notes and i think we actually covered everything i'm going to declare this done unless you have some kind of final comment I think that's it. you're done well, cool. well thank you so much and listeners tune in next time Thanks for listening.